0: Welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Nicolina. And I'm Marie. And we are here with a very special episode of Paranormal. It is not a hometown haunts, but we do have a guest. And it is the amazing Lauren Robbins, who you all know and love, because you all tell me that. I had someone tell me in person when i was walking around on halloween that they cannot turn yes. off the podcast when lauren comes on and we have a very special uh episode story because as many of you know lauren was involved in the lady of the dunes documentary and They have recently been able to release the name and found the identity of the Lady of the Dunes. So Lauren, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We can't wait to get into it. Um, Yeah. Hi. How's it going? (laughs) I'm totally
1: stoked and I can't wait to talk all about Ruth because I have been connected to her for over a year and a half and we have a very close relationship.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Now, before we get into Ruth, because there's a lot to unpack there, um, Marie and I, I think the last time we recorded was when? March, Marie? With Lauren?
2: Yeah, it was right when I came back from
0: from my maternity leave, so yeah. And uh, Lauren made some predictions she she's told you some things and i think you have a very exciting update to tell lauren
2: i yeah i was pretty blown away uh and i said i'm i need to book a private session with lauren one where none of you guys can hear my secrets <laughs> <laughs> fair but um yes lauren so a few a few things the uh first one was you had said Uh, tell your husband to calm down. I see he's very stressed out about this, uh, an upcoming job. Um, Tell him in three months, it's all going to work out. And I responded, oh, he's supposed to start that new job in three weeks. And I think you were just kind of like, could be three weeks, but like I'm here in three months. And we just kind of moved on. Well, within a few days, he had got a call from that job and they had told him that they were putting all of the hiring processes on hold for every position and uh, three months, almost to the day, almost to the day, three yeah. months later, I texted oh. Nicolina freaking out saying, uh, we just got a call and they're calling him to offer a uh, formally offer him the position and the paperwork is signed and he now has the job. Um, So you prepared her to not be c- scared when that <laughs> immediately was like, Lauren, Lauren was right because I remember when he got the call saying the hiring process was on hold, he got very upset. And I said to him, "Well, Lauren was on my show and she said in 3 months, so in June, I, I think you're going to get a call." And sure enough, in June, he got a call and they offered him the
0: job and he's working there now. <laughs> oh my gosh. And That's then this crazy. Yeah. Because you, were, you weren't even thinking about that when Lauren was on the podcast. Like that wasn't not even like a, a thought in your mind. And, not maybe, at all. And Lauren was like, I need to address this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I was like, yep, three weeks, he's going to start the job, not
2: a problem. And then you said three months. And then, yeah, it all it all made sense after three months when they called and offered the job formally. So mm-hmm. there was that. Yeah. Um, And this one was really kind of crazy to me. So you had told me, and I don't know if you want to or you don't have to at all tap into any of this. Um, You had told me that there was whoever the spirit is. I don't know if you call it a spirit guide. um, But there's a spirit who like helps me along my life. And it was a male from another country, uh, something with an F and um, he was saying, I was like a dad, but I'm, I'm the uncle, but it was I was like a dad. N- nobody matches that in my life at all. Still nobody. Um, again, in June, I was out for lunch with my sister and my mom for my birthday. And we were talking about you because Stephen had just been offered that job. So I was telling them, you know, Lauren <laughs> gave this prediction, didn't see it coming. Like, and out of nowhere... Boom! It happened, um, and then I mentioned this to them. This what you what I had just said about the person with the F, and um, all the blood just drains from my mom's face, and she said, mm. "I had an uncle Fredo, who passed away young. Uh, he lived in Italy, and before I came to Canada, my dad, so my grandfather, her father." moved to Canada without my my mom and my grandmother. Uh, they stayed in Italy until he had established like somewhere for them to live and a job and lined some things up. And then they came to Canada with him. So while they were living in Italy, her uncle Fredo took over the role of a father figure in her life and helped to raise her while they were living in Italy. So there's that. He there's Fredo. There's the, oh, F. There's, there's the F. There's the father figure. He passed Just away when, when he was young in a motorcycle accident, and so I guess that's who is guiding me along this journey on the side of the side of the spiritual realm. And um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else where I was like. Oh, my God, Lauren was so right again. But like hands down, 100% would pay lots of money to have you do a reading for me privately. <laughs> okay.
1: Maybe I should up my fees. Yeah, <laughs> I pay <yeah, yeah>, it, girl. <laughs> even though I was on, uh, you know, Married at First Sight and everything, I could have like gone whip with my fees and I'm still not even doing that because Ugh. of the economy and I'm trying to be fair with everybody.
2: Oh, but nice. um, no, thank
1: you. And, you know, that's yeah. so cool when you get things validated because sometimes people do come through and people are like, I have no idea
0: who that is. And so they
1: talk to a family member and they realize it's my great grandmother or something. And even though you didn't know him necessarily, he's still deciding to guide you through a link with your family. Sure. So um, thank you for sharing that. That really means a lot to me. I appreciate it. Uh, Of course.
0: Yeah. And and the other (laughs) point was that you, I remember Lauren saying that he... I think he speaks another language, like he's not English, native English speaking either, which makes sense because he never came to North America. Like he was never, he never really learned. He might have had like some broken English from understanding it from – speaking to people on the phone but that's probably it right yeah i don't even think that you honestly. don't even think that yeah no i yeah. think he
2: i don't think he spoke anything except italian yeah, yeah which is
0: what she said is that it didn't seem like he was english speaking yeah so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is funny well um, he just piped in and said see so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a little bit
1: Italian because my first husband was, Italian, he was Italian. So oh I, yeah. I used to go there. I went there sixteen at least sixteen times. So I learned oh. a lot of the language. But Isn't I just heard him really? pipe and say C.
0: Anyway. There we go. There he is. Fredo.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. So I have a I have it's not my personal experience, but um you did a pretty pretty wild reading for a good friend, um, Maddie. Uh, You, it was Madison was the name and you were like, I'm hearing Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. And you said that she was going to meet someone at the end of the summer. He was going to be tall. And I think, I'm not sure what the name was to be completely honest. I think it might've been a P, uh, I I forget. But anyway, she's been single for probably A long time. A very long time. So someone coming into her life in a serious relationship was not something that I think she really was expecting. Like your prediction kind of threw her a little bit. But she ended up meeting. Well, she's known this person for actually quite some time. And they ended up kind of just growing that friendship into something more and he is uh he's I think she said he's six four so he is tall you said he was going to be tall um it was at the end of the summer and he is pretty much exactly what like the common ground everything is just there and they're she's happy so um, that person came into her life exactly when you expected them to the description that you gave was exactly what he is um, and uh, I, his name is Kyle um, so I, I have to go back to see if there's any any indication of this person's name in your original reading but yeah so that 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 happened so that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah those are those are the updates that I have on on that front so.
1: Thank you for sharing those. And I love when the, the, a real love story happens. Yeah. And it's yeah. so neat because it's very hard when it comes to love, though, because even though I might describe something and what the person looks like, sometimes I get their name or sure. uh, a letter, but sometimes those people miss that sync. You know, they're not really staying online. with so you do it online or you're going to meet this person and... Uh, uh, you know, in person in a, in a bar or something, at a martini bar or something. And then they're like, they call me back. I never, I never met that person. Well, did you do the online thing? No. You know, so uh, yeah, when it happens the way that I, that I see it and it actually sinks into place, it's great. And I've had a lot of people get back to me and actually invite me to the weddings because I told them oh.
0: they're going to meet
1: a specific kind of person and this is what they're going to look like. And one had a baseball cap on and he was near the water and I saw him with his dog. And She's looking at me like, you're crazy. And then six months later, she comes in with him with his baseball cap on. Oh and they're getting gosh. married. So it was – it's really great to get the confirmations and validations to, like, even months later because, sure. with, you know, psychic work, that's what happens.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't happen right away, obviously. And when your predictions are six months out or two years right. out or whatever, whenever you see the big milestones happening, you don't really know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Okay. Beyond our kind of recap of Lauren's predictions in our personal lives, let's dig into uh, our our Lady of the Dunes and Ruth Mary uh, Marie Terry, who has now been identified uh, as the Lady of the Dunes. Which it's taken um, what forty years, fifty years to identify what, what this woman. 48 was about 40, 40. Eight? No, 47
1: years, because it was 1974. Exactly, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, now, Lauren, you had a very close kind of uh, relationship with this person. A lot of the things that have come out so far were a lot of the things that you had kind of identified. Can you share any of those things with us um, and kind of walk us through some of those little nuanced details that you weren't originally able to kind of come forward with the beginning um, of the, the investigation or the opening of this, uh, this investigation again, because I know it's been opened over and over again.
1: Right, right. No, thank you. And um, so this is the first time anybody's really hearing my story is through your podcast because um, I did like a short video clip uh, last week, but it's definitely not as detailed as this interview mm-hmm. is going to be. So I'm really happy to be here. Um, It's right up the alley of the story because it it does include some paranormal aspects. Um, And so, I mean, I'm a psychic and a medium and a paranormal investigator. So all these things kind of came into play when I was asked to be a medium for the documentary. And Mm -hmm. um, I was told that there'd be other mediums as well. So I was not going to be the only one. I was a little concerned about that, to be honest with you, because not that... um, we don't all have valid information that we can contribute, but the problem is if I say a woman killed her, you know, and then somebody else said, you know, I say like two people killed her and somebody else says it's a female with blonde hair, you know, who are they going to, you know, choose to yeah. run the storyline? line? So that was my concern at the beginning. Um, however, I decided, uh, you know, I was asked to be in this documentary and I donated my time for it, and I was very happy to because... I remember actually in 1974, around that time period, I was rolling down the dunes of Provincetown and around the time she was murdered.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents mm-hmm. took
1: us, us down there. I'm only about an hour and a half away from there where I live. And so when the producer told me about the case, I looked it up and I said, oh my God, I remember something about this. And my mother talked to me about it as well. But immediately I felt this link to her, immediately. Um And I I said, you know, I'll be happy to volunteer my time. I really want to do this. And he said, you know, do you have to be physically here? Do you have to be at every single spot where you know, she's buried and such? I said, no, because no matter where I am, I can feel her. But of course, when you're there in that location, it's a lot stronger. Um, So anyway, I got involved with uh, that case like last last year around February uh, when I was asked to come on. And so what details would
0: you like me to get into? So I know that you on your on the YouTube clip that I saw, you found that um, she had communicated that her soulmate was potentially involved in this uh, in this killing in what had happened to her. Uh, can you speak to that in any way? Because I know the Absolutely. FBI yep. are now investigating her husband or the man that she was most recently married to before she died.
1: Right. Well, the funny thing is, is I didn't know anything, obviously, about her and her, you know, who she was or anything like that. And yeah. I can tell you a little bit how it led up to that point, uh, kind of with the paranormal stuff too. So when I went on set, I had to film different locations and I felt very connected to her when I visited her grave, but I didn't really film there except for in the beginning, like I brought flowers. And so they kind of did a little clip on that with me putting the flowers down at her grave. And
0: yeah. that was
1: my way when I arrived there, like to kind of start my connection stronger and said, you know, I'm not going to... This wasn't in the film but i said I'm, I'm gonna i'm really committed to you i really want to find out what i can find out about you just work with me okay work with mm-hmm. all of us work with the mediums work with all the experts on the team and my husband was also involved in the documentary too he's a firefighter for his professional mm-hmm. expertise um in seeing you know murdered bodies so anyway um the next day i was filming at the former chief of police's house, and I had to, I channeled him for a few minutes, but I started getting this connection with her, and I got her personality, and she was funny because she was really outgoing, very kind. Um, she was laughing, and she said, you know, that picture really kind of upsets me. The one that, <laughs> you know, is depicted of me, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, not a very attractive woman. And I'm, not that she was being conceited, but I'm much more attractive than that. And then I saw this beautiful face that was like full, like that I saw in the picture of her. She told me she had blue eyes, and um, but she had a very loving heart, was a very kind person. And she was kind of running away from something. I felt like not away from the area, but there was just something that was frightening her. And then um, she told me, and I actually felt it, and I felt this prior to even filming, that there's a man that um, started strangling her from behind. And she was with two people when this happened. And she was, um, she she, and I'll tell you about that location in a minute because she originally told me she was strangled from behind and she fell down um, and passed out. She was unconscious. They thought that she was already gone. But when she looked, she looked up and she opened her eyes and she saw these very tall, tall trees. So tall and very thin, like just unusual. Like they don't have low branches. They didn't have, they're just tall and thin. Um, And she said that they thought she was gone and they were starting to pull her teeth out. So she woke up and she screamed because obviously she was in pain and Mm -hmm. they hit her in the head. And I felt like it was on the left-hand side of her head with a military-style shovel. Yeah. So... um, From that point, I feel like she went right away. She was not, I mean, like she passed right away. She didn't feel the severing of her hands. She didn't feel the rest of her teeth. Um, I did feel like something's happened at that murder, possible murder site that I don't want to disclose unless the FBI gets involved. Mm -hmm. But um, she said, you know, don't forget to look for these trees. Like, don't forget to look for these trees. And it's funny because there were several people listening in when we were filming, not just the producer and the camera crew, but other people that were sitting in the room. And I said to them afterward, I said, do you know about these trees? And they said, we think we've, we've seen them around. We don't know where they are. Um, but on top of that, she had said, and this was not in the documentary, so I really can't share this. And I'll get mm-hmm. in more detail because I am writing a, um, a small book on it. But she also said to me that she was from California or associated with California. Yeah, she said that her mother had passed away. She did not have a great relationship with her father, and that she had a brother. She never mentioned a sister, but after reading some articles, found mm-hmm. out that she had a sister as well. And um, what else did she say? That she also told me she was raped post mortem, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that she loved she loved her that the person that killed her.
0: And she so she was the in a relationship. Yep, yes, yes, and
1: she was in a relationship with this person. He didn't love her as much as she loved him, but, and she was also had some other things that were going on. So some of that was a little bit in the documentary. It's supposedly out now from lengths, but I've yet yeah. to find it online myself personally. Um, and I think there may be some delay on it, but those are things that a lot of it was not in the documentary that I had said. But was mm-hmm. interesting, like I said one time to you earlier, is it's different like when I'm doing a reading, whether it's a psychic or a medium, with someone, they can validate things. Yes, this makes sense. Unless, of course, there's a time period with like a psychic, and I'm talking about six months down the road, like Marie just said, that just came to Mm -hmm. fruition. Right, right. You don't have anybody responding back to you when it's a deceased person that doesn't have any family around. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so I had to go completely with exactly what I was getting. And there was at one point, I was asked by the producer of a certain person had killed her, and I really had to stop myself, and because I was not a hundred percent sure, right? And I I did not want to like I am very proud of my work. If I don't feel like I'm getting something a hundred percent, I'm not going to just say it. So yeah. I kind of I think I had my own way. I was doing my own story, but it was just going being trying to be to completely authentic with her, saying exactly what she's saying, and um and not going somewhere else that I wasn't completely sure with. And I'm not saying that anything's wrong with what they were asking. I just didn't feel 100% confident in answering that question, um, I guess, or no, I should say, because I was just going, hmm, you know, it's not Mm
0: -hmm. sitting right
1: with me. And so um, the next day, I went to the dunes. This is day three. And I had to walk through the dune area and walked around quite a bit. I felt like she has moved several Uh, places until her body was at the final resting place and um, I had to channel her sitting on the dunes and she really made me cry I mean it was very very hard for me I felt all of her emotions and she said everybody's been trying to help me for so many years but nobody can figure out who I am please just help me Um, she told me she wanted certain things at that area like for a memorial later Mm -hmm. down the road which I'll share in my book And I just felt every bit of emotion, feeling, and her pain during that time period. And before I left the dunes, I went over to the area again where I felt like her body was discovered Um, because we had to walk around as mediums and say, oh, this is exactly where it is. But that's hard too, because I feel like she has moved several times. So she would be eventually found. Like they didn't want to hide her too much. I feel like they didn't want to hide her too much so she wouldn't be found eventually. This, right, whoever right, left right. her there loved her and wanted her to be eventually found. But sure. you know, it was sure. not like a big location that people walk by every day. Yeah. However, I, um, I grabbed some brush from the ground and I still have it in my office actually. It was just like some dried weeds, some dried berries. I went to the nearby tree. I, I snapped off a couple of pine needles, cones I should say. And I put together this little bouquet and I said, listen, this is part of who you are. You've been in this ground. You know, like this is part of your DNA. Um, I care about you. I'm not going to forget about you. Um, and I'm going to continue to work on your case even past this film. And um, I looked at one of the mediums that was there prior to me and I said, Do you want to take any brush? And she's like, No, thanks. She probably thought I was weird. But it was just, <laughs> I was just like, You know what? I don't know. That's just me. I'm very sentimental and everything. But the ironic part was, she was telling me in my head when I was walking out, she said, there's a road, there's a road. And I went to a gentleman's house after this. That I stayed in his inn free of charge because the producer set it up. He was very nice, at the Clarendon house in uh, Provincetown. And I, I, I said to him, I'll do a little paranormal investigation. So, cause he didn't have to caught me a room, you know, he was nice. And I know I didn't mm-hmm. owe him anything, but I'm like, the guy was really nice and he was into the paranormal. So I'm walking around mm-hmm. with some of my equipment and such and all of a sudden, you know, I was picking up like there was a portal in the house and some things. And um finally I said, Oh my God, she's still with me. I can feel her. She's with me really strong. And my meter, it's like an app, turned the frequency in, into words and it said road again. This is Ashley okay. told me about a road before. Yes. It was yeah. saying it again. And I'm like, she's still with me. I said, I've got to go. Um, I've got to remember to look for these trees on the way out in this road. Mm. So I'm driving back. I say goodbye to everybody. I call my husband, I said, listen, and I forgot, I was so tired. I said, you know, I'm heading home. I'm probably going to stop for something to eat, a glass of wine to unwind. And, um, all of a sudden the the line just completely drops in my car. The Bluetooth, Mm. which never Mm. drops. And I look over and there's the trees, the trees exactly. I mean, I'm telling you exactly the way that she showed me in my mind. Wow. And I pull over on the side of the road and I get out of the car. I'm looking at the trees and I walk a few more steps down. There's the road.
0: Oh, my God.
1: A dirt road. She also told me that her body, this was not in the documentary, was bouncing in a body bag. Okay. And this road was a bouncy dirt road. So here yeah. I am. What am I doing? I'm jumping on the road with my Lexus, right? That's how they right? transported it. Scratching her the Scratching the, the, the bejeebie yeah. out the side of the car. I don't care. I'm on a mission. I'm going to look and see <laughs> Boy, if I can find I this, you. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I'll just get it repainted. And I, I go down the street and like, I'm going, well, this is a road to like nowhere. There could be like murderers in here. And there probably was. And I'm like, finally find this little pot where I can turn around. And I was definitely ill. I mean, really, like I know when it's a love when it feels one way. I can sure. tell when there's like a demon, I can tell if it's a ghost, but I can also tell really strongly if I get very, very sick, something very bad happened there. Mm-hmm. And I walked around until I got to a, a spot and I felt so, so sick. And she said, this was, this is here. And she told me that what happened, why she was there. And she showed me that, which I can't talk about right now. And um, how the sequence came up, but again, that she was strangled from behind, which was not in the documentary. She fell fell to the ground. They thought she was out. She woke up, and the teeth was being pulled out. And then she saw the trees. Now the weird part was there's something about pink flowers. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, when I was going to her, you know, visited her cemetery, in the beginning, I I, I wasn't think. I just said, "I'm going to get you some flowers. What color do you want?" And she's like, "Pink." So, okay, great. I bring her some pink flowers. I'm standing at the cemetery. I'm in her head, headstone area. And there was something about pink flowers because another medium brought up pink flowers too. But that wasn't in the documentary either. Mm-hmm. And then um, for some reason, the area that she felt said she actually woke up on the ground. I took my hand and here I am like moving the leaves, right? I don't know why I'm doing it. There's a bunch of pink flowers underneath it
2: wow nowhere
1: else nowhere else on the ground anything around it there's all like where i feel like her whole body was um had she was when she was dying there was a bunch of little tiny pink flowers on the ground wow it blew my mind i know it sounds weird but i look at these as signs Mm. synchronicities and i took a picture of that road right before i drove down it and I sent it to the producer. And mm-hmm. I said, you're not going to believe what I just found. Are you still around? And he said, yes. He was like interviewing for a paper or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said, come back and get the camera crew and have them come back and film. So they filmed um, the road and they filmed the the area that I had and also took pictures of the pink flowers. However, I was told like six to eight months later that that footage was damaged and could not go into the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um which was too bad because that's now why I'm writing my own story about it. Because if she told me a bunch of other things already that have come to light, I've got to really trust the rest of it. You sure. know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And you know, yeah, I've got to be able to tell the rest of my story whether somebody wants to do with it, something with it or not. Because I became very close with her. I got very emotional with her. I've cried with her. I've, um, I've told her I'm not giving up. I. Past year, I've gone back to Providence Town a couple of times by myself, paranormal equipment. It came up demoralized. It came up huge. I said he was a big man, also. It came up huge. She said he mm-hmm. was a, her soulmate. She said um, loving and like a lot of things. And she told me that I was her friend, mm-hmm. which was cute. And then another one came up with chat. Not all those pictures are on my YouTube video, but she was trying to tell me like, little stories with what, not what I was just receiving, but also the paranormal equipment. And I also used dosing rods. And when I stood in that area, I said, where were you murdered? And they went whoop. And they went right, Mm -hmm. they pointed right to that location. Wow. Wow. So it's, I just, I'm blown away by it so far because of course, a lot of the story can't be shown because there are a lot of people, they had to cut things down, but also footage was damaged. But at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, you know, what else are we going to find out about this?
0: Yeah now that you've been now that so many things have been confirmed by the fbi you're like okay i need to share everything yeah else because Mm -hmm. i know half of those things were true that they're now saying
2: yeah Um, right
0: like i when you said when i saw the footage and it said soulmate on the on the little device and then they said that that her husband was now the main target of their investigation Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a big man and he was known for m- potentially being involved in like mob gangster type behavior. He was also involved, I think, in other women's deaths mm-hmm. potentially yes. and like removing their teeth in those instances as well. And he was on the run at the time when he married her. So mm-hmm. like they had only been married for like six months apparently before she passed away um, or well was killed. Um and then I don't know where he went like there. And then all of a sudden now they've said that he had he died in California. So do you think that the ties to California are him or were there are? Do you think that there's other ties that she had with California? Because she was I born like in Tennessee, right? So she was born in Tennessee, but I feel like she moved. Well, there's different
1: ties, but I felt like she lived in California for a while, right? right. Uh, which I think is was recently validated Uh, And I do feel like with him, I think she was actually afraid of him. You know, I I do feel like she was actually probably got totally pulled in with his, you know, he had a lot of money, apparently. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she was afraid of him in some ways, like towards the end. And I also feel like other things came down, like wrong place, wrong time. I can't talk about that either until like, really, this thing is really, really out where people, everybody can buy it because I guess there's some things going on with it. But mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say, it's like, I feel like with that, she ended up like realizing kind of who he was and maybe he, mm. you know, she was smitten with him in the beginning and was really in love with him. Um, but I do feel like she was in California and, um, and I do, you know, I, I, I also feel like she really trusted him. I mean, in the beginning, but then there's something at the end, she was like, something's wrong. Right. Um, I also felt like there was some ties to Massachusetts and. There's other theories about her, but I didn't, again, when I was filming, didn't want to focus on what other people were saying because I didn't want to go there and be like, okay, now that's in my head, I've got to work on that aspect. I was like, nope, let me just, even if it matches anybody else's stuff, I've got to focus on what I'm truly, you know, doing and getting from her. Mm -hmm. And so um, there was something like I really felt like she loved going to Provincetown. And so there's some other reasons for that too and so there's okay. definitely some time ties to that area that I feel. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um Marie, do you have any questions about I this? Just want, I, I just want to ask. You ask me anything you want because I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm fascinated by her still. And we're like, she and I are tight. Like, I would go out and have a martini with her. She's fun. You know, like, she's a fun, with wild person.
0: The she's she's a Virgo. She's a Virgo, too. They've determined her oh, birth date. Yeah. We love Virgos That's why she cares about what I. she looks like in the public eye.
1: Oh, my gosh. She just said, I'm so happy to be here. So she's linking
0: oh, to me already. hi, Ruth. That's amazing. Um, th- honestly, She's like this is qu- fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one question I have because it was such a um, there's been like podcasts made about this one theory of of her was she one of the extras in the movie Jaws in the background scenes? She was not no no okay. but no thank you okay because there's she doesn't even look like, she doesn't even look like that person like but i'm getting a no, no i'm doesn't. getting a no no um there's been like whole podcast series dedicated to the theory that she was an extra in this movie and so i needed to clear that up on the show you heard it here first <laughs> folks she no, was well, she not, not in jaws I, I, I'm, I, <laughs> no well there's two
1: reasons one she's saying no but two, okay. she doesn't look anything like that person. If you no, look at the <laughs> pictures of you know going way back of like how they reconstruct, tried to reconstruct her face and yeah, all that. she looked really like kind it, of a, right. a like a not homely woman, but no, she looked ba- but not very masculine, almost or something. yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And so she didn't look like soft, feminine features. They right, didn't right. Give I mean, it, not yeah. that
1: she, not that she was on unatt- a that the it was unattractive. However, no. uh, the, it was. But if you looked at the the Jaws photo, she looks very similar to what they did draw out. So Mm -hmm. they're they're going to try to go with that. But I really did see her like, I'm Lithuangan, okay? And I got the big cheeks and the (laughs) neck. No, Okay. She had, I saw this very beautiful, like it was a very beautiful full face. And, Mm -hmm. And the way I saw her in my mind, and I really had a difficult time last week whenever I saw the picture come out for the first time. And I bawled my eyes out. And there's another thing that you don't know about is I had ended up having two police detectives and crime unit people find me for my work. And they were both tied to the Lady of the Dunes case. And this was totally synced out. And so I met with both of them, you know, like they can't, I'm not only can do it so much, but I said, please help me. She's telling me these things. She gave me initials. She gave me this. I can't talk about the initials right now, but um, those also make sense. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. sense because it was tied to um, a family member uh, that I figured out. So I did I did a lot of research after articles came out, but she kept on saying initials over and over again. I thought they were her name, but she was trying to tell me something else. But uh, what, was, what was funny is a, a, a police officer from the Boston area in the crimes unit uh, found me and came in for a session. And I at the end, I was like, you're a detective or something. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I'm tied to Lady of the Dunes case. And she says, You're amazing. And she's like, I'm like, can you do anything? She's like, it's really hard to get to that file, but I'll see mm, if I yeah. could, could talk to a couple of people. And I was like telling her the summer, I'm crying, I'm like, You gotta help me. I wanna solve this. Like, yeah. Not that I wanna be on national TV or anything, but it's not all about the documentary. Don't get me wrong, the no. documentary is great, but who is this person? You know, who who is this person? Can we really find out who she is? And um so she was, and then at my, my last, one of my last medium events in uh, September, there's a woman that she's short with a baseball cap, really pretty attractive, with blonde hair, pulled back. And I'm walking around the room, I look at her, I go, you're an investigator. She looked at me and I said, are you a private investigator? And she's like, no. But she goes, I'm an investigator. And afterwards, um, she goes, I'm on the lead of the Dunes case. She was with the state police and she had ties oh, God. to us. And I to go, you. I ended up sitting with her for two hours afterwards at the bar, and I'm like, You've
2: got
0: to help me. You know, oh. and
1: you know, and, and you know, they can only do so much. They can't go past their boss or something. But yeah. I said, sure. She said, I've never believed in mediumship till I saw you. And she's like, Now that I saw you and I trust everything you said tonight, she'll see what mm-hmm. I can I'll see if I can talk to somebody. But you know, you can't but I just thought it was weird because after all these connections with, it like, the past three or four months, why all of a sudden now?
0: That's what I As wanted to all ask. She also, she
1: comes, she comes out, like, all these years? All these Why years. all of a sudden now? So I don't know. I'm not going to take credit for it, but I'm thinking, this is just too weird, you know? And then now these things are validated. And then I've had a couple people reach out to me for my part of the story, and I'm going to be very careful with that because... I, I got to trust these people, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying that why now? Mm-hmm. So I think she and I are tight. I'm not saying I created this. I don't want to even take that credit, but
0: mm-hmm. it just was
1: so weird for me, you know? Yeah. Well,
0: I even find it odd that you kind of, even in the last year, you've come on the podcast, you've talked about this with us and we're like, what is? what are the chances that we would be able to speak to someone directly related to this like, yeah. we didn't know going into this that I, I found you on a Facebook group page. <laughs> like, it was like there's that 50,000 people on that page yeah. looking for potential guests. And we connected with you. And for you to come on and share that and then within within a year have this news that's 50, almost 50 years old come mm-hmm. out and just – it it's just so bizarre to me to have that kind of – you know, knowledge and connection to this case. It's very weird. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I know. Case- and it's,
1: it's so real because I just, I go ahead. Sorry. But I just feel very emotionally no. connected to her still. And I still get very teary, but I did like, a, I ended up taking it down, so embarrassed, but I was bawling my eyes out and I'm like, <gasps> cause the state trooper sent me a text that morning. I think I had just taken my mother's doctor and she goes, they just identified her. And I'm like, Wow. She goes all over the news. And I'm like, oh, my God, Down tonight, I know this is coming out probably a few days later, but on Fox 25 News in Boston, they're talking about the genealogy and how they discovered who she was. So I'm right. going out to dinner. Yeah. And I said to my husband, I said, we're not staying very long. We're going home. and oh want God, to go watch it. We're going home, yeah. Because I want to... <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to figure out a bunch of other things about her, although I do know, you know, a lot. Yeah. I can tell you, she was a fascinating person. She was sweet. She was kind. And she was... I, You know, she was just a regular person, you know, just trying to have a life.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm just so thankful for you, honestly, Lauren, because this is one of those cases that I think many people looked at for 40 years, over Mm -hmm. 40 years, myself included, thinking we're never going to find out who she is. This poor woman Mm -hmm. is never going to be found. And just feeling so sad for her and so protective of her almost and just really wanting to know that answer for her and i'm just thankful that you were able to be there for her and that you were able to help with any part of the investigation at all so that she now has her i mean name the more back interest identity back. that
0: people show yes. right into these mm-hmm. things the more likely they are to somehow find a conclusion and yeah i don't know if this has given some of her family out there closure but hopefully they've mm-hmm. been able to rectify where that person went at least at the very least yeah um
1: and and i just feel like you know i feel like she really wants to go home you know like i mm. think people are going to figure out if they want to you know if she wants to stay in provincetown um <laughs> i really feel like she wants to go home to tennessee She told me that the other day, and I was crying, Um, and she kind of told me what her wishes were. And um, I can tell you, but thank you for saying that, but I really did. And it was just weird because I felt, it was very bittersweet, like, it's nice to be in a documentary, okay? But, like, I had to keep pulling myself back. That's not the purpose of this thing. Yeah. And and who won or who, you know, got the most attention, I really don't care. At the end of the day, who is this person? Why did she die? Who killed her? You know? And... And I really feel like there was ties to Massachusetts for a long time, for a long, long time. And not particularly, you know, I just, it was someplace I feel like she frequented some for some reason. But I um, know that she just wants to go home now. And so, yeah. um, and I just feel like a lot of it was hush-hush because it's 47 years to think about it. Why, I, I was wondering, like, why didn't the family come forward? Why yeah. didn't anybody look yeah, for her? Yeah, that's and, that's and, been a question and, on and, my mind too. But then again, like if she's disappearing, think about you know 1973, 1974 time period. Who has cell phones? You know, Nobody. unless you <laughs> you had a lot of bunny and you have one built in your car. You know, so mm-hmm. you can't track people down. No.
0: Yeah, so, and no. I mean, if she was if she was killed because she found something out that was nefarious. Then her family may have been afraid to come out publicly and say, "Hey, we know who this woman is, and we're going to be now targets to this this person too." Um, So there's always that you know fear too, or maybe they just weren't. They just didn't know.
1: I don't think they really knew. They didn't know because we had to even go. They probably figured she was out west somewhere. And also, from what I've read myself, like you know. even thinking about how she was murdered, her husband did the same kind of style of murders, you know, and he murdered several people and he did decapitate and cut things off. So, um, you know, I'm like, wow. And and I really went searching high and low when I saw his picture online. I said, is there a big, is he a big guy? He looked like he was thin. Mm -hmm. He looked like he was thin at first. But then I found some bigger pictures like that wide chest.
2: I found he had a wide chest and he
1: was tall and, Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: I'm like, wow. wow. She's just trying to keep telling me a story and I'm I know I'm not done yet with that story. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I did want to just talk a little bit. I I mean, I know this case is still developing and things are coming out, and um, there's only so much you can say. So I I it was weird because the night before you messaged me about coming on, well, uh, this all came out and you messaged me and you were like, oh my gosh, we need to, we need to you know, talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I had just watched an episode um, of uh, Mysteries, uh, like the mysteries. the mystery series on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Unsolved Mysteries. And one of them, most of them are not related to paranormal at all. Most of them are just like cold cases that are investigated, et cetera. But then there was an episode called The Ghost in Apartment uh, 14. And that one was, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is this is like something that would happen to Lauren. So this woman, and I just <laughs> wanted to quickly, if people haven't heard it or seen it, um, this woman was living in an apartment with her daughter. She was having horrible, horrible nightmares every night, um, and it, she was seeing she was seeing very vivid things, and she didn't understand what they were, why she was seeing these things, and then the daughter would have conversations with her imaginary friend and she had a specific name for this friend and she was like, who is that? And she would point to this woman and say, that's, um, she gave it a different name, but it was, it sounded like Lizbeth. So this woman's name was Elizabeth, um, something and it came together and it was Lizbeth is what it was named in the news, in her articles about her death. But this woman didn't know about her who was living there. Right. So her daughter gave her a name that was like something like that. And then they eventually moved out of the apartment because it was getting so extreme. Like her, her, she was like, I'm being haunted here. Like, this is not normal. I don't know what's going on. And then eventually she was like, I need to like contact the police because I feel this. She found evidence of this woman and this Lizbeth person. And she's like, I think I have information about this person's passing. Oh, wow. So she went to the police and she was like, listen, you need to look up this road. And it was like a a and then a number and her body like where she was killed was is going to be this far from the road and it was like 37.1 meters is what she led them to when the case finally got closed the police called up this woman and they said we got to tell you something we weren't able to tell you before but we went down that road she was found at 37.7 meters (gasps) away from the road. This would totally happen to Lauren. Yeah. This, this, yes. Would, <laughs>
2: this
0: is. Yes. So, so that's what kind of did happen to me. I'm just waiting to the police department there. <laughs> I mean, and this yeah. woman had, like, she wasn't asked to be part of an investigation. She just kept getting mm-hmm. fed messages, and her daughter as well was being told her name. Like, it was the eeriest thing. And this wow. woman was just kind of like, I mean, if I can help, here you go. This is my information. And she nailed it. And it was just like, wow. I don't even, I don't know how anyone could make that up because there's nothing to make up there. There's well, no knowledge of the person. You've just literally seen things in your mind and then been like, hey, I think that this is important. Yeah. Um. And she and she said, probably like you, Lauren, where you're like, I- I'm doubting myself because I don't know if this is relevant information, if I should... You know if it's um if it's gonna help the case or not but she's like you know what once I found out that this name was the name of the person that I was my daughter was seeing I knew then I had to tell them everything um because it all had to play some part in her in her death and her discovery so right. um yeah well, I, don't, so I, I kind of I story. feel actually gonna
1: say I'm actually the opposite I'm pretty almost confident not yeah. doubting. The problem is is, is I mean I, I don't want to be overconfident because maybe there's nothing there, right? Sure. Right. However, but when you know, you know when it comes to being like, you know, it's so strong that those I cannot ignore those. And yeah. like mm-hmm. and I'm like, what happens if there really is something there that I see that 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 fell and dropped at that time period? What happens if it's down on the ground five feet and we just need mm-hmm. the right people to come with equipment? This would be a game changer for so so many things because um, actually I didn't tell you this, but the former chief of police that was on the case in Provincetown, he used psychics and mediums to try to help with the case.
0: Right, right. And he carried around
1: her head in a body bag for 30 years trying to get DNA. And this guy was very, very committed uh, to helping, you know, her case, obviously not just with his job, but he was very, you know, very involved and very emotionally involved. And um, I actually met his sons like during filming and they're just like the nicest guys and they remembered like what his father went through. Um, However, the interesting part was the psychic beings. But like I was saying to some of my friends, I said, can you imagine this is a game changer also for mediums? Because what happens if, you know, I mean, first of all, the stuff is is coming up that's making sense. And what happens if other things make sense yeah, you know, what happens if this really is the location? It's really difficult because the police, you know, I actually contacted the FBI and the police, state police with emails and said, I got this information. You think they're going to call me up? No. Right. They're going to be like, yeah, it's a psychic medium, you know? So, yeah. uh, you know, all you can do is try, right? But yeah. what happens if, if something really does come to play and that really yeah. is the location? It's going to be a game changer for everybody in the industry that's authenticated and does this mm-hmm. work? Um. And, you know, maybe that they would look at people like us to really be able to help other cases. And I would love to do that down the road, you know, like Mm -hmm. volunteer my time when I get older to see what I can do and um, help these. Because last thing, she was not at peace. And, you know, somebody else was like, oh, she's at peace, she's at peace. And I'm like, she is not at peace, man. She's very Mm -hmm. earthbound. I can feel her. Um, She Mm -hmm. hangs out with me sometimes. I I talk to her. and she's just, like, she's waiting for the rest of that story to come out. That's all. Right. You know? Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and she and then she wants to go home. You know? She wants to... Partially, yeah. she wants to stay here, but most of her, she wants to go home.
0: So does she want her killer to be found out before she kind of does, like, final rest? Like, that's what she needs to happen?
1: Yes. She yeah. wants the rest of the story to be told. I just... I think there was a lot of cover-up. I think there were yeah. bigger ties to Massachusetts than... What people know right now, I really do. I just think that she came here a couple, of, you know, several times possibly. Mm-hmm. And um, not maybe with Boston, but maybe other parts. Of, um, and I, I know she knew the person that killed her. You know, yeah. it was a relationship yeah. she had. And even the way her body was found, Marie, you know this. Um, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. you know, placed very nicely down on the ground mm-hmm. with, you know, tolerant. Who's going to do that? You know, if it's somebody that's yeah. killing you murdering you and you don't have a relationship to them, they're just gonna dump your body.
2: Yeah it, uh, it also speaks volumes that he strangled her from behind yeah because he can't look her in the
0: face because he eye. loves
1: her. Mm. Right? Well, that's a good point. I never thought about it. Or that, no. Yes.
0: Or, or or knows she'll she'll be like he couldn't look her in the eye seeing someone who loves him kill yeah kill her. Like watch yeah watching exactly. yeah like she he knew watching that watching back loved at him, him. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. It's
1: funny because every time I've asked her, you know, did you really get strangled? I, I still feel literally her hands right now, like his hands on my neck. And he was mm-hmm. a big man. He was very strong. And she gives it to me all the time. Like I feel her last moments and they were not pretty, but I will tell you, thank God she was out the moment they hit her in the head with that yeah. shovel. Because I feel like it was a shovel, because, like a yeah. military shovel because um, she didn't have to endure the other pain of what
2: happened, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was something I was worried about. So that's
1: good to know. And nobody, you know, people want to know that. They want to know that that person didn't really suffer as much, but. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, she had to feel potentially them trying to pry her teeth out at the beginning, which is just disgusting to me. Mm -hmm. But that, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole process of like knowing that a body could be identified by those certain things they have to have some ties or understanding of police enforcement and investigation. Like, that's why I feel like there's some sort of, like, mafia mob relation to this in some way. Because, like, what... A regular person who's not – doesn't know how criminal investigate – or at least someone who knows how, how identifying bodies goes. Like, mm-hmm. how would he know to do all of those things to get right. rid of that evidence? It's taken 50 years. He knew what to do mm-hmm. in order for her not to be found, at yeah. least at the time. Like, they he didn't He just have wasn't counting
2: certain- on technological advances. Exactly. He didn't right? know.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And by the time
2: but- we got those advances, he was gone. He was gone. So he didn't <laughs> right. have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But I also do feel like he knew what that street was, like he already knew about that street. Yeah.
1: So like right. it's something that he's driven by before. I knew about it because where I found at the road, it there is not like a lot of anything nearby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're not quickly getting to a store or something. And back in that day, before they even built up like gas stations, even near that area, maybe a mile away or so, I'm imagining and feeling like there really wasn't much. So it's a desolate area. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to really hear anything. So, uh, that's my, you know, very strong feeling and I'm sticking with it. So, Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Lauren, before we kind of, uh, wrap up, can you please share, you know, where people can kind of look for more information from you on this and what, you know, you're planning to do to kind of try and close the chapter on the lady of the dunes and get her, her story out more and hopefully close her case.
1: Uh, well, they could, the best thing would be you could follow me on, um, social media. I, I post mm-hmm. mostly on Facebook and it's under medium Lauren Robbins, but it links to my Instagram account mm-hmm. or they can go to my website, but my website, I'm not posting too much about that except for like, you know, the links to the documentary right now, I guess you can buy it, but I think it's on hold or something. Um, okay. so, uh, you could probably order it, but. So the best way would really to follow me, on, like and follow my page on social media because I did a Facebook live the other day about it. Right. Actually, I have an event this week coming up at a local restaurant in my town in Mansfield, Mass. And um, I'm including a small talk about like some of the things I shared with you in the beginning for people that are interested. Um, but I'm going to, as things come out and as I know things and as my short story or book is going to be done, I'll let people certainly know about that and I might even do a, I know at one point I told you guys I was going to do a behind-the-scenes online event, but mm-hmm. I was really waiting for that book, you know, not the book. I was waiting for the documentary, the documentary. to come up, and it it yeah. was seemed to get postponed a couple of times, so, yeah. um, you know, I might end up doing something like that again, and, and I'll definitely let you guys know.
0: Yeah, we okay. want to be there for that. Yep. Yeah, we were going to attend, but. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but then it just
1: didn't happen. I had to cancel. I can't. You can't put a you know, you can't talk about something like this until the thing's actually out, you know. And, you know, luckily, I know it's out there um, ready for people to view. And I know that's also been three free screenings. So, you know, people have already publicly seen it. So it's like it's not so hush-hush anymore.
2: Sure. Um,
1: right. But I can tell you, you know, I don't want to give away all the details either. So people that want to watch it, they don't know <laughs> all the things. But I can tell you that. As far as I know and understand, um, some of the, the links and, and the names and things like that—that that were people thought that they were weren't really associated. But I I I, I think everybody everybody did their piece and the you know put their puzzle puzzle together. Yeah. as you said with their little pieces because yeah. there were a lot of good things that came out from the experts in the case and the mediums. They all kind of like putting pieces together, and a lot of things were very similar to each other. So I liked how the, you know, the producer actually put that together, like back to back some of the mediums saying this and then another medium the saying things. that. Oh, and that happened okay. with me with another medium and then two other mediums that happened with them. So it was kind of neat. Um, but I am glad that, you know, what I've said in the documentary too, that has, was shown has made sense. The things that were in the documentary, well, that's my own story now and that hopefully will make sense too in other ways. Yeah. Yes. So,
2: yeah. Definitely.
1: But I appreciate you, got,
2: you guys taking
1: this, uh, you know, doing this podcast because I love this podcast and I'm very linked <laughs> to you guys. And and we appreciate we you. Love like, having
2: you on I, all the time. It was
0: crazy because the, the fact that you messaged me too, I was like, we need to get Lauren on. And she, you already knew. You already knew. <laughs> yep. I knew. Well, you know what? Honestly,
1: <laughs> if I'm going to do a paranormal podcast, I need to know it's a really good one. You guys have a great podcast. I love your voice, by the way, Nicolina. You should be a professional radio person (laughs) because you have a great voice. I get you should. You probably should get into radio and be like in in media.
0: I I just this isn't for you to even verify, but I did have so on TikTok there are you know, mediums will come up and they'll they'll sometimes hit your page and they won't have like hashtags or anything like that. It'll be like, if this reaches you, this is meant for you type of thing. And so I like engaging with it because I think it's fun to hear. But I got this one and it was like, your voice is going to be – um like you need your voice is a reason for you to like be successful in life like there's something to do with your voice it's going to lead to your success um and like basically you need to harness that it said something else i forget now marie i sent it to you right away yes um yes it also I remember what al- what else did he say he was like um you are Oh, I wish I remembered, but he said so many things like, oh, a lot of people think that I'm younger than I am because I have a baby yes. face yes. and and people don't take me seriously <laughs> because of that. But you are going through a time in your life where it doesn't matter anymore. You feel confident in yourself that you're going to be able to overcome that and people are going to take you seriously even though you look younger than you yes. are. But yeah, the voice thing was a weird thing. So yeah. Yeah. No, but anyway. you have
1: a you do have a and that's cool because you do have a very unique voice. That's what it is. It's like a very strong and a very unique voice that'd be perfect for radio. So you might want to really consider that at some point, down the road. Okay. I'm just saying. Just
0: okay. saying. I, I'll do my best. I've been told that people don't make much in radio, so that's why I didn't go in that direction.
2: Well, <laughs>
0: you might be considered your podcast is it's already really for the don't
2: screen, baby. But I, <laughs> so. I got a
0: face for video too. I, th- I like I can. That's I can what I do said. Both. You have a face for the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just yeah, content creator. That's the, the that's the only avenue I can think. But yeah, it was that was the one thing that our one friend said. She's like, I when I listen to you and Marie, I just I feel so calm. And then when Lauren comes on, I can't turn my head. I can't turn it it off. It just it, I have to. I stay so engaged. I can't take my earphones out. So anyway. Because Power it's probably because I don't, here.
1: I have a, I have a tendency to not really pause with a breath and I can't help it. <laughs> I can't it's help okay. it. I am uh, just good. a, but you know what? I have to get it all out because I'll forget. That's and fair. I'm, you can tell I really love what I'm talking about because yes. if I didn't, I'd be quiet. So yes,
0: that's fair. Yeah. That anyway, fair. but
1: I love this show because I've You've done so much. And I remember that, you know, the thing in, back in Valentine's Day, you being ghosted, ghosted. Mm-hmm. And that was just so fun. And you guys are my favorite place to, you know, be on a podcast because it's right up my alley with
0: everything. And yeah. So, we yeah. We love it. We sure. love it. For sure. We love having you. Um One, thank-
2: for people who want uh, the extremely accurate readings like we got, where can they book you? <laughs> yeah. Where can we book wow. you? Wow.
1: I love you guys. I'll pay you the $20 later. Only oh, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, um, no, this is not a page. Okay. Paid well, sponsor. right now, it's it's been crazy because I was on Merit at first sight. In the meantime, since our last thing. For oh, episode yeah. 14, yeah. 50, yeah. And it was crazy. I got, so I'm booking, I'm into 2023 right now with appointments. But, um, mm-hmm. and I'm very blessed and grateful because I mm-hmm. do this now full time. Yeah. Uh, my business, but. They can request a session on my website at www.mediumlaurenrobbins.com. It's the same name for my social media. I kept it the same across the board. Um, But they just would go to my services page and request a session and say how long they want, if it's just with them or somebody else. And I do them in my office in Mansfield, but I also do them remotely by phone Mm -hmm. or by Zoom. And people are like, oh, is it the same? You know, if it's Zoom, yeah, absolutely. following the same thing. I connect to your voice. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. That's part of your spirit. Mm-hmm. But that'd be the way to do it. And I would suggest if people want one, they should put the request in. Uh, and my girl gets back to people in the, the order that they it's been received. So that's um, on my way. Demo- Maria, Maria, I know, I well, Maria, what? Maria, Nicolina, I, I gotta, I'm gonna take care of you guys anyway. But
0: <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank and you so podcast- much. future podcast, I'm
1: not like, kidding. Thank, Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, you'll be on. Here. Don't That's you fine, worry. Yeah. Well, we,
0: we took your advice from the last one, and I've started creating more video content for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we'll be we'll be creating videos, and you you were right. We're getting a lot more engagement from video. So that was, a, that was some good advice. Whether or not that was psychic or just. N- just a good intuition. <laughs> just good that was intuition. psychic. Yeah. That was psychic. Is <laughs> this
1: one going to be a video? Luckily I dressed up. I don't know. Yes, mm-hmm, you look great. Is, I do yeah. not.
0: That's okay. I'm just gonna, it's it's fine. Um, but I'm st- we're still going to make a video. Our our viewers know what we look like uh, now, mm-hmm. no matter how good or bad we look. So it's fine. Um, but yes, video. So anyway, Lauren, um, this episode will be out um, on Tuesday and uh, hopefully everyone gets to hear some more insight about Lady of the Dunes and appreciates it and hopefully we can finally find out who Ruth um, Marie Terry's killer was and and why that all happened which um yeah. I think we're on you're on the right right path so yeah
1: yeah thank you and I, I think that she just wants to she really does want the rest of that puzzle solved you know she yeah. really wants the rest of it I'm very happy her name came out for us. to be honest with you yeah but let's yeah, find out definitely. why, you know, what happened. So you guys um, all yeah. pray for her that um, she stays strong on this process. Um, but I know that she's very relieved at the same time. So um, thank you for your support in this too. And, um, you know, doing the podcast, because I think it's important that we share a story.
0: I Amazing. So too. Thank you. Well, Lauren. you guys go to your dinners and I'm going to <laughs> take a shower. So. You guys go stay spooky out there. And go stay spooky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank
2: you so much. Okay. Okay.
0: Thanks, Lauren. All right, thanks. Bye.